This podcast has been brought to you by Rutgers University Women in Business, New Brunswick. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of Wednesdays with WIB. My name is Zoya Pander, and I'll be your host for this episode. I'm currently a sophomore at Rutgers Business School, majoring in marketing with a minor in French, and I've been involved with WIB since my freshman year. We are super excited to get back and kick off 2021 with two very special guests, Nicole Manny and Yukta Chan. Nicole is a sophomore at Rutgers who is also known for her own cooking Instagram, which we'll get into later in the episode. And Yukta is a junior at RBS who's become, very, who's become known for her very own podcast. In this episode, we will get to know both of these lovely ladies in their paths to building their own brands and developing their interests for personal and professional growth. So we're going to start with the topic, getting to know you. And we just wanted to start it off with a little introduction. So if you could both just give a quick background on who you are and anything else you want us to know. Uh, Yukta, why don't you go first? Sure. So I am currently a junior at Rutgers Business School. I'm majoring in BAIT, Business Analytics and Information Technology and Finance. Um, and then some things that I'm involved in on campus is obviously WIB. Um, I'm also part of the leadership program at Rutgers Business School known as um, Women Build. Um, and then also I am part of Enactus with Rutgers. Um, and yeah, I think that's my on-campus involvement for the most part. Yeah, so like Zoya said, my name is Nicole Manny. Um, I'm currently a sophomore at the Rutgers Business School and I'm majoring in accounting. And of course, along with women in business, I am involved. I'm a student rep for Monday.com, which is pretty much just a task management platform. So we're kind of just working to promote that on campus. But other than that, it's just that and WIB for me. And both of you are involved in like honestly, like a lot of activities, both of you. So what motivated you to choose those activities and also your majors? I could go first. Um, for me, I always coming into, you know, Rutgers Business School, I knew that I wanted to do something that was kind of involved with tech, but I wasn't really sure if um, comp sci was really like the place, the right fit for me. Um, and I knew about business analytics and information technology. And I really thought that had like the best of both worlds. It has like that business aspect of it, but then it also has that IT and tech background that I could use um, in my career in the future. And I thought that was like the perfect fit. Finance, I ended up choosing, honestly, in my junior year, I wanted to do, have like more business knowledge um, and I felt that accounting wasn't really the best fit for me. So I ended up choosing finance. Um, and in terms of like other on-campus activities, WIB was always something that I really um, kind of resonated with. I really liked all of the members my first time that I came freshman year to one of the events. So I thought that that was a great fit. And then in Actus, I actually joined as a junior. Um, which is pretty late for someone to join a club, but um, I really, really like the social entrepreneurship aspect of Enactus. So that was definitely one of the reasons why I got involved. I like that you got involved with Enactus in your junior year, because I feel like a lot of times people are hesitant to try new things like mm -hmm. after a sophomore year and stuff. So that's really cool to hear. Yeah, and it's yeah. never too late, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Nicole, what about you? 
Yeah, so pretty much in terms of the major for accounting, I kind of just really declared it this past semester. And what really clicked for me with it was I took financial accounting at Rutgers. And um, I just, I really enjoyed the process and the, the outcome both equally. And it was just the way that I enjoyed doing everything. It kind of made me realize that this is what I want to do. And this is the career that I want to pursue. And then in terms of activities, I think with WIB, I, I joined the beginning of my freshman year. So it was nice to just be a part of such a great organization. I've met so many nice, empowering women. And with Monday.com, I was also recently introduced to that. And that's just been, I'm someone that loves organization. So for me, that's something that also really clicked. But yeah, that's pretty much it. That's really cool that it was just like that one class that made it click for you because I had the exact opposite experience with financial accounting. But yeah, I feel like a lot of times people stress about choosing their major, but it can really be that simple. Exactly. Yeah, it just takes like one class or one experience. So yeah. Um, and now let's get into your non-campus related activities. So um, Yukta, if you want to talk a little bit about your podcast first and what that's all about. Sure. So my podcast is called Chai Talks. Um, honestly, I started it with two of my very, very close friends. We were, we've been friends for a really, really long time. Um, and honestly, both of them are a little bit older than me. So they've kind of been like my mentor, um, older sister figures um, in my life since I was a very, uh, since a very young age. But we actually over quarantine, we started a book club and the two of them, like every time we would meet up, we weren't really the type of people that would always talk like every single day, but every time that we would see each other, the three of us would always have like the most amazing, like insightful conversations. Um, and then over quarantine, we did start a book club and I guess we were really just like in Princeton one day, like walking around and we were having a picnic and we were talking about the book that we read, which was um, Becoming by Michelle Obama. And we all got into like such a deep conversation about it and how like her story kind of resonated with our life story and just growing up and things being women of color and we thought like we a lot of like what becoming is about is her story just kind of accepting like who she is being like an african-american woman and growing up and we thought like you know being south asian and growing up was there are just a lot of similarities and we got into this really heavy discussion we're like you know this should be a podcast like we should talk about these things like as a podcast and at first it was kind of one of those ideas that you just kind of think of on the spot but then we all kind of got together and we're like yeah like this could actually be like a cool thing we could talk about different things about how being south asian has impacted us um you know growing up how how like our you know, backgrounds and our cultures have impacted just any experience that we've really had in life, whether that be, you know, in, in our friendships, in school, in our careers. Um, so that's kind of, even in our relationships, like anything, it's like lighthearted topics, um, some more serious topics. And that's kind of just how that started um, in terms of like our start story. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's pretty much sums it up. And what kind of um, like genres of books do you guys usually do for the book club? Mm -hmm. So we, so that was our first book, um, Becoming. We try to do like biographies of like really successful women specifically. Um, we actually got a little bit spiritual. We were reading like this Buddhist book like last time, um, but we, we need some ideas for books now. So I guess 
anything like successful women, anything really, it's like just for fun. <laughs> you guys started that, like how it was just kind of an idea. Cause I think more times than not, people will say something like, oh, we should do this or I should do that. Yeah. And I love that you guys actually put it into motion and like started. Yeah. See, that's the one good thing about quarantine. I think like yeah. people actually had the time to start the things that they always say that they would start. So um, definitely give all like my appreciation to like quarantine being a thing yeah. mm -hmm. there's definitely always a positive side to yeah 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 <laughs> um and nicole what about you and your instagram yeah so funny enough so my instagram's name right now it's um healthy eats by nick but funny enough the way i started it was my freshman year because i was pretty much i commuted to school so i kind of felt like i had a lot of free time on my hands and i was still trying to like get involved and figure out my place really with Rutgers and stuff. So it was actually funny because it started out as NM Fit was the name of the account. I was posting like videos of me working out and stuff, not really food. And then eventually I kind of just gradually started to only post food because I didn't really find the time to record myself working out, nor did I have as much of a passion for it. So then eventually I changed the name. And then since then it's just been that. And Kind of the thing that really motivated me was the focus of it is obviously healthy eats and just kind of fueling your body with wholesome foods and just I, I I like to learn about it and to read on read up about it so that's definitely something that motivated me to start posting and then it's kind of just like a great creative outlet for me so that's that's pretty much it that's awesome yeah and um you both already kind of talked about like the motivation behind behind what it took to get started but um what about like the first stages of actually getting both of these things like off the ground what did that take i think definitely one of the things that um came as a hardship was just like thinking about you know like for me at least it was all just conversations that we would have like within each other but now if we're going to take that to the next step and actually record these conversations and um you know put them out for someone to see sometimes the things that we would talk about were a little bit more like vulnerable in a way like i think it was just between us it's a little bit harder when you start talking um to actually present it somewhere or put it out somewhere so that that i think was the hardest thing just making sure that all of our content was like you know, correct, properly researched. Sometimes we had to do that. Um, even if it was like intriguing for people to listen to, a lot of the things that we did at first was record like snippets of um, the topics that we wanted to talk about. And then we would send it out to a lot of our friends and be like, hey, like, can you just, you know, spend a little time to listen to this and see if this is actually something that you'd want to listen to um, in the future. Um, and even in terms of just like, creating like an Instagram and um, asking people to follow. Or I think a thing about podcasts is like when you're on, when you're talking, you have to ha make sure that people want to listen to you. Um, it's not just, you know, the two, three people having a conversation anymore. So that was definitely the hardest part, making sure that we're not talking in like slang or like talking in a way that only we would understand. Um, so I think that was definitely one of the harder parts. And also in terms of just like, you know, all of us had really different schedules. So making sure that this was something that we were consistent about and we all cared about it. Um, and creating that timeline, a schedule, that was, 
probably the hardest parts of getting it running and started. Nicole. Okay, so I think for for that for me, so I kind of like, like I said, like um, even how I said how I explained for accounting, like I very much enjoy the process as much as I enjoy the outcome with that for me, like the whole taking pictures of the food and like making it aesthetically pleasing to look at and all that type of stuff. I think once I started to find a rhythm with that and like create kind of like something that I enjoyed while also creating content that people would like to see, that's definitely something that helped me get it off the ground kind of in a way. Um, and I think just like being as authentic and like as me as possible, just putting that out there when I'm I'm creating content and I am writing captions even I try to make them super intimate and just like as if I'm having a conversation with my followers kind of like the same thing that Yukta does with her podcast I kind of just try to since my only form of communication is through the posts um, and then also just you know support from friends like she said kind of telling people um, putting it on my personal page if that's what I have to do kind of just going with the flow for the most part yeah and one thing that Nicole you said was like falling in love with the process of whatever you're doing rather than um, just like the end goal or the journey. That's definitely something that I know I implemented like while we were creating the podcast, even just thinking about it less of like a chore or something that you have to do. I think while I was, you know, recording, even if it would take a long time or something wasn't working, learning how to edit things like that. Like I thought of it more of something that was, you know, it, it's, or not even thought of it. It was something that was actually something that I wanted to do. It was like a passion project versus exactly. being like, um, oh, like I have to do this or like, it's yeah. like, you know, work. I thought of it less of work and more of like a fun thing to do. I don't know if that makes sense, but. <laughs> no, it does make sense. Like, even for me, like I, I also, I forgot to mention this before as to what motivated me, but like I had some health issues and like that also really, I tried to reciprocate that and kind of just put that out there um, not really talk about it too much, but kind of do what I can and talk about what I can on the page and on my stories or in my posts to maybe help someone else that might be going through something similarly or kind of just motivate anyone too to eat healthier, do whatever it is that they have to do, you know? So I totally agree with you on that. Yeah. And like another thing that I got from what you both said is that it's really important to have like support and like you can't do it all on your own, you know, mm -hmm. which I feel like is it's like really easy to get in that mindset of, oh, I'm starting this if you're working alone. And like, it can be hard to ask for help sometimes, but like the way that you both said that you look for support and like feedback from people around you. I feel like that's really important to hear. Yeah. And I think like people do genuinely want to help you. You know, if they see that you're passionate about something, people won't just kind of like ignore you. Even if that's your friends or your family, they would be like, oh yeah, of course I'd help you out. So that's really yeah. great. Yeah, exactly. Even if it's just like sharing a post, we all have yeah. and people that yeah. care for us. So I think definitely. And I think one thing um, is like celebrating like every small thing. Like even I remember when we had like our first five followers like on our Instagram or their first like two listeners for our podcast. Like we, we, we took some time to be like, oh my God, like someone actually listened to the whole thing. Like it's, um, it's not just us. So um, definitely celebrate those small wins. Yeah. I know. And it's nice to like, see that there's people that are commenting or that are mm -hmm. messaging you and saying, Hey, like, like, it feels like you have a purpose when you're yeah. creating content and you're talking to people and you're just branding everything, you know? So mm -hmm. for sure. Do you guys ever get like, like overwhelmed or stressed or anything? Like, I know that 
sometimes even if you start doing something just for fun or because you're both passionate about it, it can be kind of easy to like look at other people around you and like start comparing yourself or feel like pressured. So if you have had those kind of experiences, how did you deal with that? I think um, it's definitely really easy to get overwhelmed, especially because, you know, alongside like the the podcast, for example, you know, we have school, we have like we have to focus on our career. We're at like a really crucial stage in our lives. Um, but for me personally, at least in this project, I did have, you know, the support of the two other girls that I was working with. Um, and they definitely, like all three of us kind of understood. I think it's really important to understand and be realistic about it, right? Like they, the two of them, they have full-time jobs, like they're working. Um, for me, I had like exams, I had college, you know, recruiting, interviews. There's so many different things going on. So, um, make sure that you're not like, like learn how to, I think, prioritize your time. And that just comes with experience. I think it's a lot easier said than done sometimes, but um, make sure that you prioritize your time and it's okay to just have really, really small goals. Like sometimes like it, it, it took such a long time for me to like, sometimes things that would generally take like a week maybe took us like three months. So like, it's okay if you're like taking it slow, but as long as you know, like, you know, I'm still working on this and being consistent. I think that's the most important thing. Nicole? Yeah, definitely. I, Yukta really summed it up well, but I think for me, like managing things, I kind of just, I said this before, but just kind of going with the flow, you know, like, and giving it time when you have to. So like for me during the semester, honestly, last semester, it was really hard for me to keep up with my page and like post content, but I always tried to make it a priority to at least put something on my story. So like she said, having small goals kind of just gives you, it makes you still feel like you're doing something and you're still giving content to your followers and all that type of stuff. Um, and then you said, you mentioned like comparing. So that's definitely something that I will probably have struggled with for sure and still am right now. It's obviously really hard to like see other people having, you know, like, I guess like followers is kind of one way to gauge how well you're doing in a way, but not really, you know, it's, it's if it's something that you're passionate about, I think with time that type of stuff will come. But yeah, for the most part, I kind of just, like she said, prioritize your time and all that stuff. Awesome, thank you so much. Uh, so we're now going to switch topics, and um, I'd love to hear both of your thoughts on just your general experiences with WIB and how that's related to your, um, Nicole, your Instagram, and Yukta, your podcast at all. So why don't we start with Nicole? Yeah, so I guess for me with WIB, kind of, I definitely, like I said before, I met a lot of amazing women and just kind of that's very empowering. And I think I remember like the first time I came and I came to the meetings the first semester we were in person and it was really nice. Like I, it felt like I belonged, you know, in a little way, it's kind of like corny and cliche, but I really felt like that. And in terms of like with my podcast, not my podcast, I'm sorry, <laughs> my Instagram page, <laughs> this thing, but um, in terms of with my, the cooking page and stuff, I, definitely like would have been able to talk to people about it. It's definitely like a great conversation starter every time we're having meetings or clubs or, and I was actually even able to host an event in terms of about like healthy eating and being a college kid. So that was something that I was kind of able to merge the two together, which I was really happy about. And I think it went really well too. So that's definitely the two, how they connected. 
Nicole, what you said about how like you walked into like a web meeting and you felt like so at home. I feel like a lot of the times that like seems very cliche to say, but with web, I feel like that's just so true. It really is. Yeah. Like you just feel so comfortable there. I remember like the first meeting I went to, I was like having a lot of trouble in the business school. Everyone was like very intimidating, but there everyone was just so nice and welcoming and like genuinely wanted to help. So yeah I know I remember when I went like me and my friend decided like hey we're gonna join this club and I didn't really think too much of it and like I just went just the way that the meetings and they were super small gatherings in like a room in the business school or in the Livingston Center or something like that and it was just really nice you know it just it it had all the good vibes to it yeah Um, yeah for sure I was gonna say I just wanted to add on like I think like coming into college, especially at a school like Rutgers, it's so big and there's so many different organizations and so many different things you could do, even just within like the business school. Um, And then, you know, women in business, you know, just like the name, like women in business, I was like, okay, I have to join this because like, I felt like just having like your own, like, you know, like female squad, like, I know we always say this in like all of our meetings and it's like our slogan, but empowered, empowering women, Oh my God, (laughs) empowered women, empower women. But like, um, it's, it's definitely like, so I I guess it feels like home, like a little part of home. (laughs) It sounds so cliche, but like having like, just, yeah, yeah, like having like a group of girls and I don't even feel like a lot of the times when we have like our web meetings and stuff, it just feels like a group of girls just having like fun. It's like a family almost, you know? Yeah, Yeah. no, for sure. (laughs) For sure. So Um, definitely I have to agree with Nicole on like, in terms of like experiences with WIB, um, just being with a group of girls and being able to talk about like, you know, like the girl, a lot, sometimes we, some of the topics that we talk about in our podcast are about like, just how we've maneuvered our career, how we've maneuvered like school and stuff. And a lot of those conversations are really similar to what we talk about or what we tell our WIB members, um, especially this year, I'm part of the community committee along with Nicole. So whole part of that committee is to just kind of create a community within um, WIB and with our members. So that's definitely something that I've kind of used in both, um, used in both settings. I mean, in both um, projects and things that I'm um, involved in. And then also I think like, you know, being in WIB, being like in a leadership position that teaches you a lot about how to just handle things like you know some a lot of the times like the girls who I do the podcast with we tell ourselves oh this is like a business you know think of it like a business sometimes that you're working um on a business or starting something up so the experiences are just lessons that I've learned through like web meetings or networking um in web I've definitely been able to like use that while starting up the podcast Definitely. That's such a great point. Cause I also feel like even like web, we also have so many panels and events and we meet all these people and they talk about their experiences and like, you always find the, how things align between that and even classes that we take. And then mm-hmm. you bring it into the real world. It makes it seem more like it solidifies yeah. it. It makes it seem more realistic. So. Yeah. Cause it seems like a thing, like a podcast or an Instagram page, you know, at first glance, it doesn't seem like it's something too crazy, but it, the amount of effort that we put into it, like outside of school and stuff, it really is like a whole different, like sometimes I'm thinking like, I should just put this onto my resume. Like I put in that much time onto this. So. Sure. <laughs> 
<laughs> all the time you put in it definitely does pay off and uh, again sure. yeah and the process is enjoyable it definitely is not the time passes and it flies you know so yeah good time mm -hmm. and you've both been part of web for two years or more than two years so what have been some of your most memorable um involvements or like your favorite memories with web so far I definitely have to say I went to San Francisco with a lot of the eboard members for the startup grind conference last year right before COVID that was literally the last thing I did before the <laughs> pandemic. Um, I remember when we went to San Francisco there was like one case of coronavirus in, um, in, in San Francisco so we were like oh my god but um, we really didn't know what was coming. <laughs> um, but that was definitely one of my favorite, favorite experiences. It was so cool going to that conference. Um, and that was, you know, interestingly enough, that was like a startup conference. And like, I started up my podcast after. So um, it was really cool to go there and spend some time with the girls. Um, yeah, so I guess for me, I think I would definitely have to say too, just because I kind of had two experiences with the in-person and then all in one year and then moving, transitioning online. But like I said before, the first semester I came in, like it was just really nice. We would eat together, eat food together. And I thought that was just so nice. Like it just, again, the whole homey feeling and just feeling like a family. So that was definitely something I always think about and remember. Um, and then even now, like you had mentioned, we have our committees and we're both involved in the community committee and even just like the meetings I know she knows like that we have in the morning I remember they're just super fun like it's just nice to just chill and just talk to some friends even though they were eight o'clock in the morning on Tuesdays like we still had a good time and which is it was those little things I think they really add up and make things fun you know the fact that we would get up that early in the morning for a web meeting like says yeah. enough like we, <laughs> yeah. um so moving on how have uh your college experiences i know you both talked about this a little bit um like you said with the startup conference that you just mentioned mm -hmm. but how have they kind of helped you with your um you know, the Instagram and the podcast or influence that in any way? Um, I could take this one or Nicole, if you want to go, I don't know. Um, I think like, like I mentioned, you know, just being in the leadership position, having responsibilities, that's definitely something that I think that obviously that impacts like anything that you do, whether that be the podcast or just, you know, in, in, in an internship or something, but um, at least for the podcast, I know like handling different events for WIB or knowing, you know, that we have like certain deadlines um, to and, and knowing that people also rely on you having an eboard position, I think, like, gives you that sense of like responsibility that oh, like I have to do this for like, my the rest of the committee and I have to make sure that I have like this much done. Um, and being able to ask for help those are all different things, you know, that I've kind of had to experience with WIB. Um, and then, you know, in the podcast, sometimes, like, if I didn't know how to edit in the beginning, um, I had to ask, like, some of the other girls to help me out with that, or um, knowing that, you know, if I, I'm in charge of um, putting up the podcast episode on Spotify for, like, a week or something, then I know that that's, like, a deadline that I have to do by a certain time. So definitely, like, just being in this leadership position teaches you a lot 
I think that's cliche to say because like, you know, everybody's like, oh, leadership, that's really important. But it definitely, definitely does impact like how you kind of do work and how you work with other people also. Yeah. And, and especially I feel like if it's in a club like Lib, it's a really nice, like safe space, I guess, to kind of learn more about how to like lead like that. Yeah. Um, as sure. opposed to just jumping in and doing it right away, which is just so intimidating. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I think people always say, you know, you should always try to have some sort of leadership experience, something that you're like also kind of passionate about, something like WIB, because um, that'll just set you up for like anything in the future, whether that be like work or just something like a passion project like this. Okay. Yeah, I would definitely have to say pretty much the same thing that Yokta said. Um, it's yeah, it's really just being in that position and I think just to build on that you know you you find yourself like seeing the same things when you actually go through the the, the act of doing something like this and starting something up but yeah honestly I don't really have that much to add to that also maybe I don't know if this is just something like because I do um, because the podcast involves like two other people I think Nicole your thing is a lot like you know you're you're kind of handling a lot of different um, tasks. But for me, like if there's ever any conflict or, you know, disagreements, you also know how to kind of maneuver through those, um, you know, in WIB, like obviously no one fights or anything like that, but like say someone wants to have like um, an event be a certain way and you kind of disagree with that, but you know how to talk it out versus just kind of, you know, being upset or angry about it. So I think that's definitely another um, advantage. Yeah, it definitely gives you like a level of maturity and mm -hmm. like a, a way to handle things about I definitely don't have that like obviously yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I totally agree with that it's yeah. these types of things are always applicable everywhere because you're always like it's because with classes and stuff I feel like a lot of the time people are like oh like how am I supposed to apply this in my real life but when the time actually comes those things come up naturally because you've been doing it for so long like unknowingly so it's definitely always a plus I think yeah. Exactly. Um, and do you guys plan, do you have do you guys have any plans in the future to like expand your um, like these platforms or any like exciting plans for them? Uh, we could start with Nicole this time. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually right now I'm, I started it in the summer once we were in lockdown and quarantine and stuff, but I started a course to become a certified holistic nutritionist. That's so, so yeah, That's so like so cool. I'm, taking, I'm literally taking the final exam right now. So I'll probably be done with that, like probably in the next like week or so. So that's definitely something that like I kind of did out of nowhere. I was just like, hey, I have the free time. Let me put it's like a six month course. Let me put my time into this over the summer and during school and stuff. And I think that's definitely something that I'd love to take somewhere, even if it's like on the side with my full time career in accounting, like I would totally love to talk to people about health and wellness and just like be a, have clients pretty much on the side that's definitely something that I would look forward to in terms that's of it's really really cool. obviously continuing my page and my yeah that's so exciting that's really cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I think for me we are starting to so we finished season one that's like coming out um we have the second half of season one coming out soon um, and then we're going to start recording season two. So that's exciting. Um, and 
Also, I think we want to start making like TikToks and stuff like that. So we're working on that, like the social media and kind of um, marketing and promoting the podcast itself. We were also thinking of like some, like some of our episode names, we wanted to make that into like merch or whatever. So we were thinking about looking into like t-shirts or mugs because it's, um, it's called Chai Talks and like tea. So <laughs> um, we wanted to get like mugs um, as merch, but yeah, that's kind of where we're. And that's we're another headed. parallel. Like, even though we're not a part of the marketing committee, like I think we see since we're in on the board and committee, we see what goes on a little bit behind the scenes and you're kind of able to apply that and play around with it since it is social media yeah. is for sure. people and you have consumers, clients, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So sophomore year I was part of the marketing committee with WIB so oh, um Anjali like she's so good at all of like the marketing you can see on our Instagram it's beautiful so we we use Canva a lot um all the posts that we do on the on the Chai Talks account also we just use Canva to make a lot of them so that's another parallel that's a great yeah definitely <laughs> When you release your merch, make sure you send the link in like the oh, Wib group. Meeting. Yeah, for sure. I will. <laughs> Actually, Wib was when I first released a podcast, like I sent like that first link into our Wib group chat. I was like, hi, like guys, please check this out. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I listened to your first episode and literally I was, that's why I was a little bit intimidated to do this because this is my first time recording a podcast. And Yukta was literally, even now, she's such a natural speaker. And even then, like the conversation was just so great. And it, it just flowed so well. And I really enjoyed listening to that. So oh, thank you. Yeah. And like, if you're listening to this, you can't see the screen, but like, she even looks so professional. Like, I know she keeps like looking at her notes and that just seems so professional. <laughs> Eye contact with the, with the camera. Oh. <laughs> no, you guys are all natural. It's easy to talk to you guys. That's why. <laughs> um, and next question, I guess, how has being a woman um, kind of shaped your experience with your podcast and your Instagram? Um, I know we talked a little bit about women in business, but kind of like more generally outside of that. I think for me, one of the things that we talk about, like, I think like some of the more serious topics that we talk about are just like um, societal standards of like South Asian um, women sometimes, and then like how that's kind of impacted us growing up. Um, one thing that really that we wanted to emphasize while doing the podcast was, you know, growing up in a different culture and then growing up um, in a completely different culture, like our, our culture at home versus the culture that we kind of grow up with in school and work and stuff and how that kind of clashes sometimes. Um, and being a woman really does like impact a lot of those experiences. Um, again, whether that be in like your career or just how we, how we perceive things, I think is a little bit different than how someone else might perceive it. So that was definitely something that was important that that we wanted to like um, identify while recording our podcast and we want to be like as raw as possible so sometimes just being a woman really does impact how you see things <clears throat> yeah sure um yeah I think for me what I would say is just like I think honestly doing anything as a woman it gives you a sense of empowerment and it's just nice at least like it's nice to know that you have something that you're doing on your own for yourself especially when it's something that you're passionate about 
Um, so that's something I think that really is something I guess that motivates me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think for at least the podcast, I don't know about your the Instagram too, but a lot of our followers and our listeners are girls. So I think that's definitely like our target market that we're like, um, um, like reaching out to, to um, our different females. It's actually really funny. Like right now with the latest episode that we came out with, apparently like a lot of guys are listening to it and we get to see that like in our like analytics thing. So we were all like, oh, why are a bunch of guys listening to this now? <laughs> but <laughs> but um, it's really funny uh, to see like how different people perceive what you're yeah, I would definitely have to say that for me too. There's, yeah. I definitely have seen more women and like females. And I think it, like it's, I mean, there are even different age groups too. It's like moms and young kids or like someone that has, is just starting out with cooking or baking or whatever it is, you know? So there's always that aspect. And I think it's nice to, it's just, even if it's a stranger, it's just nice to know that there's someone else out there, you know, so. Yeah. Um, are there any, struggles that you feel like as a woman that you still encounter in your space or that like women in this space in general still have to deal with? Mm. Uh, I, th I think I might have to do a little bit more research to answer that, but I definitely think podcasting is something like it's not like, you know, sometimes when we were first starting too, we were like, oh my God, like we need like, you know, a mic and we need like all sorts of different fancy equipment, but you really don't. Like, I think if you have like headphones and you have a laptop, um, you, you don't need all of that fancy stuff. So I, I don't know about, I, I don't think I can speak for like women in general in this space, because I would have to do a little bit more research about if they're more, you know, male podcasters or, um, but um, we definitely like, it's it, it's not it, it it doesn't require a lot to like start up and I think if you're again passionate about something then it will it will shine and it'll go it'll work out yeah for sure I'd have to agree I think I don't really think there's genuine genu genuinely any struggles really with women for this at least what I'm doing with the cooking page and stuff like that but yeah, it's definitely something you can easily do. I think if anyone wants to do it, they should do it. And it, honestly, it doesn't matter how many followers you have, how many people. I think if you're putting it out there, you're putting the time into something like that, um, the rewards will come automatically. So That's great advice. I feel like, um, I guess like the most important thing is knowing that if you're passionate about it, like you should really just be focusing on your own journey and like being satisfied with what you're, like your results and what you're putting into it. Exactly, like regardless yeah. of gender or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. So and also it's like, you know, there might be a lot of podcasters who are women or there might be a lot of podcasters who are men, but people who would want to only listen to you because like you are you, <laughs> um, like, you know, there is a reason that even if it's like one listener, two listeners, they're listening to you specifically because they like your content. So I think let that keep you going. It's not really don't like try not to focus on what, you know, even if there's another girl who's kind of doing the same thing that you're doing in terms of like an Instagram or in terms of like the podcast topic, um, you know, what makes you, you is different from what makes that person, that person. So their listeners are going to listen to them for a separate reason versus your listeners or your followers would want to follow you for a separate reason. Um, yeah. For sure. Like nobody's going to do you better than yourself. So exactly. Like exactly. your time worrying about what other people are going to do. You're not going to yeah. be able to put in the effort to do what you want to do, you know? So mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. That's 
Um, what about any women that have helped you along your journey or that have inspired you or that you look up to either like, from like that, you know, in real life or like just of people in general? Yeah. So I think for me, I would definitely have to say my mom, she's always there when I'm taking pictures, making the food. Um, she always tries it, gives me her input about which picture I should post first and stuff like that. And even just like, not even about recipes and stuff, because I usually either find those online or come up with something myself, but like about how to manage my time in the kitchen, how to be prepared, little things like that, you know, because I think as a woman also, we're just women in general, I think are very good at multitasking. And like, I think that's definitely something that I've learned from her. And also it's a natural, I think, inclination for a lot of us. So that's, she's definitely someone I look up to for this. I love that. <laughs> um, for me, I'd have to say definitely the, the, the two girls that I did the podcast with, I keep mentioning them, but like, I definitely could not have done this on my own. They, I, um, they're, they're definitely really, really good. And it's good that we all work well together too. Um, and have like that respect for each other, where even if we do have disagreements or um, just just working out with each other, it's definitely the two of them. I attest a lot of um, the podcast to to them. I also have to say, you know, we started off because of Michelle Obama, so um, um, her book. Um, so definitely her, and then other female podcasters that we kind of listen to as just like inspiration and. Um, I always personally like to listen to like, um, there's this one podcast, Asian Boss Girl, which is really similar to what we have. It's like um, three females talking about how, um, instead of being South Asian, how their Asian background um, impacted their lives and their careers. So I definitely like listening to them to kind of amp me up. <laughs> um, and then just other like female podcasters that are really, really funny. Yeah. And even just to add on to that, I know like since you have your Instagram too, like you do have followers and it's also nice to just, even when people like message you or comment on your page and if they, even if they open up about something, you know, to have a discussion, like I think that in, it, in and of itself is a support system and it's just, mm -hmm. it's nice. It's something that keeps you going. So yeah. So many of my female friends and even like Wib, um, a lot of the girls in Wib have like reposted like the podcast page on their stories or just been like, oh, like follow this, like our friend is doing this. So um, empowered women, empower women, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I guess like right now, especially that feeling of like community and connection is like mm -hmm. even like more amazing now. More, more yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it's like, a, it's nice. It's just like another separate world that's going on there. Yeah. It's like your own world and your own group of people that you don't even know. So it's, mm -hmm. it's yeah. Uh, so we're now going to switch topics again. And now we're going to move on to personal branding. So we're going to start off with what a personal brand means to you. Yukta, um, why don't you go first? Sure. So um I think personal brand, like the first thing that comes into my head is definitely just like being your as yourself as you can, um, especially in a thing like a podcast or like I, I definitely in a podcast, people listen to you. Um, even like the th little things, like if you're messing up or like if you say certain things a lot, um, just be yourself as much as you can, because that's what people kind of tune into. That's what people like. No one really, I, I mean, in my experience, I don't think anyone 
really likes like in like a perfectly like scripted message when they're listening to a podcast. I feel like a podcast is all about just like having a conversation with someone over like, you, you know, what I like to do. I know like if I like, if I really like a podcast, it's one where I can just like put in my headphones and I feel like I'm in the room with the podcasters and I'm talking to them. So definitely just be as yourself and as authentic as possible. Um, it's okay if that's not like the perf quote unquote perfect thing. Like it's just be yourself. And um, that uniqueness is really what I think is important and let that uniqueness shine. Yeah, for sure. I'd have to agree. I think authenticity is definitely the biggest thing. And for me, like when I create my posts and the captions that I'm making, I literally, I said this before also, but I just kind of try to make it like a conversation. Like I'm talking to them and just, you know, you can't like let yourself be embarrassed because at the end of the day, like who's, who's feeling the embarrassment? It's you yourself, right? So if you let yourself feel that way when you're putting out content, then of course it won't be authentic and it won't be true to you. And you know, what's really the point in kind of doing something like that when you're not being true to yourself. So that's definitely something, I think that's what a personal brand to me as well. And I think people are able to kind of notice when you're not being yourself. Like if you're trying to be someone that you're not, or if you're not being as natural, um, whether that be, you know, in a platform like an Instagram or a podcast, or if that's just an interaction with like another person, people can tell really quickly if you're trying to be like not yourself yeah it definitely shows yeah um what you're saying with like other people can tell it's also like not sustainable for you right like mm -hmm. even if it's something that you really love doing um that you're really passionate about if you're not being yourself then you're going to get burnt out or you're going to start like not enjoying it right exactly yeah. exactly it won't be something that you want to keep coming back to and i think when you do want to keep coming back to it that's how you genuinely know that like this is something that deserves my time and my yeah, absolutely yeah um, have you made any like changes or learned any other major lessons um, relating to your personal brand since you've started working on these projects? I think for me, like one thing I guess about myself and like growing personally is definitely the comparison aspect of it. Again, I think it's like really, it's really easy. It's very, very easy to compare yourself and make judgments about yourself. But I think a lot of times people bring this up on social media, how what you're kind of seeing and how pictures are created and stuff like that and content it's just a little snippet of someone's life you know it's not like the whole picture and that like i think to me that's something that i learned along the way while doing this and i think it's something to incorporate into your day-to-day -day life too because obviously it's not just this there's other things going on and there's other things that you can compare yourself to people about so that's definitely something i've learned and taken away from this and i'm continuing to work on because I'm still not perfect yet. <laughs> no one will be. I think that's like an ongoing process for like the rest of your life, really, you know? Exactly. Um, um, I think for me, I in terms of changing or learn anything about personal brand, it's really, again, like, you know, in the podcast, there's two other people that are also talking and, you know, they're, they have just as much as an obligate, not really an obligation, but like a, a right maybe to like, shine make their personality shine too but i think like don't get too caught up again like even if it's three of you guys talking be yourself like that's that's kind of like what i've learned even when you're having a conversation or maybe you don't have too much to say about a topic or you don't really know or like let the other person shine but also make sure that you keep 
stay true to yourself and don't let other people kind of shift you off your lane. Like, yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. No. But like, <laughs> when you stay true to yourself, you're going to attract those type of people. Yeah your content as it is anyways and that's kind of what exactly. you want you want to create yeah. a community of like-minded people so I think in doing so you definitely get that out of it yeah exactly and like everyone has like their own I don't want to say purpose because that sounds like very like, yeah. cliche, but like <laughs> like it's not like someone that you look up to that has like a certain following they already have that following and there's going to be yeah. another following out there for you right so exactly it's like, yeah. exactly and, and, and that's Oh, sorry. sorry, sorry, continue. No, no, go, go, go. I was just saying at some point they were probably in your shoes, right? Like they were probably trying to build up that following and they got there because they were being their authentic self. So definitely um, stay true to yourself because that's what's going to help you. Yeah. I was just going to say before, I'm actually reading a book right now. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's called Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. But it's it's a great book. I'm literally learning so much from it. But there was this one like conversation that he was having about how a lot of times in society we focus on improving our weaknesses, but in reality we should really just be working on this is what he said, not this is what he said. <laughs> working on um, like building on our strengths because you know yeah. the weaknesses that we have those might kind of and it's kind of weird to say, but they belong to someone else. They're someone else's yeah. purpose, if you will. So it's like. It's nice, yeah. I just I thought that's that. a great line, yeah. 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 Um, Nicole, you talked a little bit about how like you learned stuff from your Instagram that like changed like your personal brand a little bit. Are there any other lessons that you guys have learned um, from these projects that have affected, I guess, areas of your life that you didn't expect them to? Or like things that seem completely unrelated in terms of your personal brand or just otherwise? That's a good question. I think I, I, this is getting a little deep, but um, I, I, like I think conversation. <laughs> yeah, I think like while doing the podcast, like some of the things that we talked about were just like relationships that you maybe like grow out of or just like conversations with your parents or things like that. Just any relationship really, like whether that be with like your best friend, your old best friend, like people that you work or network with um or your parents to your family like those are always like growing relationships and i think like while i talked about them in a podcast i really like learned a little bit more about myself and like how i kind of like i never really got time to like i feel like we never really do this which is also important just sit down and really like assess like you know what really matters to you like which like whether anything really like what really matters to you and I think like talking about it for me really got me to think about think more about it versus if I really didn't have a podcast and I don't think I would have sat and really thought about like different people that I maybe have outgrown in life or different you know what even like in career I think like sometimes like you know if I didn't get like a certain job or something like I would beat myself up about it but then like afterwards like you know something better always comes so I think things like that just sitting down and like like having like some form of introspection and just thinking. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think if, with that kind of stuff, it's definitely always about perspective and like how you perceive things. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So. I kind yeah. of bring it back to personal branding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> are there any, I guess, common misconceptions that you feel like people have when it comes to personal branding um, or any like hesitations that people have? 
I think it's always like definitely again like fitting the status quo I guess if you will like people are always kind of like I think as soon as you start something your personal brand your first inclination is to kind of look at what other people are doing and mimic that when in reality I think it's definitely something that has to come from you and come naturally out of you and that's how it is a personal brand you know it's something it's personal it's reflective of your personality so it's really just something that has to come from inside of you I think mm-hmm. yeah. I have to agree with that I think really like I feel like we keep saying this and it's like kind of cliche but it is so so important even like in any setting like really be yourself like you don't always have to be like that like the status quo like it, that that doesn't have to because you know, if everyone's going to be that way, then you're never going to like, why would someone pick you? Why would someone pick the, any other, uh, any other person? Um, Definitely like stay true to yourself. And also like, just like appreciate your strengths. Like Nicole, like what you said from like that book, like that's so, so true. Like even like in any setting, whether that be like in something like a passion project or even in like an interview like I think like just be true to yourself because that really shines like if you're trying to be something that you are not um I think it's really easy to like call that out and see that so yeah yeah exactly and I feel like the issue that people might have sometimes is that they feel like um like other people might want something specific like say if you're applying to a job you feel like you have to be a certain version of yourself um because if you're not like you get rejected and like that kind of comes back to oh you think that you you start thinking that you're like it's like the version of you that's wrong but like Mm -hmm. maybe that job was just just wasn't the right fit for you or like those people weren't right for you so like something else will always come along which is something you guys have been saying too yeah exactly there's always a right time and a right place and I think things will always fall into place the way that they're kind of meant to it's also as cliche and corny as that is I I know no, really, the right opportunities will always find you and like you, you will succeed in that because that's something first you want to do and first, like second, your strengths will kind of align with whatever that role um, or that opportunity is. Exactly. And it, and it can also be very discouraging too when it doesn't fall into place. But mm-hmm. I also think that you definitely learn from that. I think every experience yeah. is a learning experience. So it's something mm-hmm. to take. And other than, I guess, stay true to yourself, is there any other (laughs) advice that you guys would give to someone who's just starting to think about their personal brand? Um, I really think just focus on whatever you do well and like try to try to ace that like, um, and also I think always like give your 100%. I don't know if this really fits in with the whole personal brand, but whatever that may be, um, or whoever you may be, like always put a hundred and like 50% of you out there and like work hard no matter what it is, because that also shows, I think, always give your best efforts. Yeah, definitely. I would have to agree with that. I'm trying to think of something else other than being true to yourself. But yeah. <laughs> I think one thing I would definitely give advice for is just to keep learning, you know, like keep gaining knowledge and trying to if especially if it's something that you like even if it's something that has nothing to do with like for me I'm working with food and like creating recipes even if it's not researching about recipes it's about researching about how to market or how to reach out to new people how to get more people involved you know stuff like that definitely keep expanding your knowledge because there's a lot to learn so 
I think that's something that'll definitely help you develop a personal brand because you you'll come across something that you really like and that you probably would not have come across had you not done the research or done the yeah. study or whatever. Yeah, really like that. <laughs> um, so before we start wrapping things up, we just have one last question. What's your favorite piece of your projects? Like the like your favorite thing that you've done with um, the podcast or Instagram and why? <laughs> I think for me, this one is definitely taking pictures of the food. I think like when I first started, I was very like, eh, whatever, I'm just going to take one picture and it's fine. But then the more I got into it and even just like decorating the food that I make, I think it's so much fun. Like I don't even let if I make food or dinner or dessert or whatever, like I don't even let my parents or my family eat it. I'm like, no, I need to take pictures. <laughs> perfect. I need to get good lighting. Like for me, that's something that I just I really enjoy I look forward to it it makes me happy and like even if it takes me like 30 minutes to take pictures I'm okay with that I'm okay to take 30 minutes of my time to do that so that's an enjoyable part for me for sure we love a food blogger <laughs> <laughs> for me I have to say I think definitely recording the podcasts were really really fun um like I sometimes we would, you know, mess up or like things just wouldn't work out. Um, and at the time that would be really, really stressful. Uh, but just like working through it with the with the two girls that I did it with. And also like she, um, Nicole mentioned taking pictures and we actually did like a really cute like day, like a photo shoot day um, mm -hmm. for like the three of us for our Instagram. So that was really, really fun. I think that was like one of my favorite memories, just like getting with the girls and like dressing up and <laughs> going, taking pictures um, for our Instagram, like promoting the podcast with those pictures, so. Yeah, I definitely think with this type of stuff, it's always the little things that you appreciate. It's not even like, and that's again, that's a part of the process, the little things. Mm -hmm. So it, it's always nice to have that, come yeah. back to that. Mm -hmm. And just coming up with like the different ideas, letting like your creativity like really flow through. Like that's, that's, I think we all needed that over the pandemic. Like just yeah. a little bit of like you time and thinking about you, what you like, your dislikes. So that was definitely. For sure. Just like an outlet to, you know. hundred mm -hmm. percent. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like what I've learned from like the both of you through this, like it's been like an hour or something now um, <laughs> is just to like, appreciate like the process and not focus on like the end result so much and like take pleasure in the little things which is 100 percent. yeah sure i can't even believe it's been an hour that literally flew by <laughs> i know i know i know yeah. okay uh so we're gonna wrap up now um and uh don't forget to check out yuka and nicole on social media um do you guys want to give your instagram handles or sure so my um, podcast Instagram is at Chai Talks Official. That is C-H-A-I-T-O-X Official. Um, so definitely check that out. And then my personal Instagram is at Yukta Chand underscore. Um, that's just my name <laughs> um, and underscore. <laughs> um, so for me, my professional uh, Instagram is healthy eats by underscore Nick. Nick is N-I-C. And then for my personal, it's just Nicole underscore Manny, which is my last, my first and last name. Okay, awesome. And, uh, thank you guys so much for being here. I don't know about you, but I had a great time and it was a lot, it was a lot of fun and like 
you put me at ease a lot. It was, <laughs> you know, I think we were all a little nervous, but I think it went really well. Um, and thank you everyone for listening. Uh, join us next time for our episode on February 10th for a conversation with Janisa Ananda Mohan. She's a Rutgers alumni and we'll be talking to her all about her journey at Rutgers and her career and how she became a successful senior product manager at Spotify. Uh, thank you again, everyone, for listening and Yukta and Nicole for being here. And I hope you have a great, a great rest of your day. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Bye. Bye. <laughs>